In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. I always feel like these intros should be like so joyous and happy and talking about weddings. But when, like on a personal note, my life just is kind of upside down. Like, (laughs) like, I am grateful for all of my blessings. I'm not discounting anything. But I also feel like I'm in a season of healing and self-exploration and kind of digging deep to kind of refine how I show up, how I engage with others, and on a real serious level, like what am I holding myself back from? And also getting to know who I am in this every ever-evolving journey of myself. Who am I? What do I like? What do I want to eat? (laughs) What activities am I interested in? And one of the reasons, and I don't know if I've expressed this before, but one of the reasons I moved from New York to the West Coast was so that I could kind of, I felt like this analogy, and pardon me if you've heard this before, but living in New York felt like looking at all the brushstrokes of the picture And living on the West Coast kind of feels like you're taking a step back and you're looking at the picture as a whole. So I've been doing a lot of soul searching (laughs) to like really identify exactly what is the kind of life I want to live. How do I want to show up as a person? Who do I want to serve? And kind of how do I really live a purpose-driven life? Like, pro Oprah. <laughs> so I am, I am, everyone's like, why would you go there to catch your breath and find silence? Cause as there's, there's just a level of peace out here, um, that I'm really enjoying. I mean, of course, when I come back to New York, I'm like, why did I ever leave? This place is amazing. But <laughs> it's at the same time, I am enjoying taking a, a deep breath for once and not feeling the energy alone of New York is just so intoxicating um, and beautiful and invigorating and everything that I love. And I miss it often. Um, But I think where I'm trying to go requires a little bit of solitude and it's going to require being pulled away from comfort and vices and um, some of the things that I was good at getting myself into when I was in New York. Um, just levels of pleasure, I will say. So I I just say all that to say to encourage you because I can only imagine and I'm trying to manifest a really fabulous relationship where um, I have a partner that loves me wholly and fully and I'm able to support them. And, you know, one of the things that have been coming up in my therapy sessions and even just general conversations is not so much about what do what am I looking for from the other person or what so much we're looking for from other people, but how are we showing up for them, understanding that everyone has their own 
yuck that they're going through. So how are we showing up for spouses and partners and lovers and friends and family? And it all starts with us, right? It all starts with you, the I. So I'm in a place right now is I really want to attract someone that I don't have to second guess or think or doubt or any of that. But I know that all those second guesses, dot thoughts, doubts and thoughts all come from an internal voice that I need to figure out where it lives and either need to shut her up or I need, <laughs> or I need to become friends with her and recognize when she's really trying to protect me and when she isn't so that I can really hear my partner and see my partner for who they are and be the best version of myself for them. Um, so if you're feeling a little misaligned or out of alignment or not on the right path, um, as you're walking towards your, your big day, your wedding day and a lifelong marriage, I encourage you to think about how do you want to show up in that marriage? How do you want to show up for that other person? And how do you really want to be your best self? And I recently was watching, um, this is feeling very Brene Brownish, but I was just watching her show on Netflix, I think. Courage something, dare to, dare to something. <laughs> and I was like, pardon that I didn't get that right, Brene, I love you. There was a lot of conversations about her and her marriage. And I've been doing a lot of research on marriages and dynamics and the story we tell ourselves and how to do resolution conflict, like conflict resolution. And kind of like sometimes we're playing our own script and our partner's playing another script, and we're thinking that they're playing our script, but they're playing another script. <laughs> so it's really how to how am I showing up as my best self to make sure that I can engage with others and really be who this other person needs me to be, but also how do I not sacrifice who I am at the same time? So I hope that is helpful to someone and encouraging to somebody that every day we should just be working towards being the better version of ourselves. Um, and some days will fail and that's fine, but tomorrow's a new day and you can try again. Today's episode, we have Allie on, she's getting married in a few weeks, August 5th. And I was like, I also have a wedding August 5th and I'm like, I should be playing this girl's wedding other than talking on this podcast. But anyway, <laughs> so Allie's got a wedding around the bend. It's here in New Jersey. She's feeling good. She's feeling great. Um, and we're just going to talk to her and answer a few questions. Um, but she is the expert. We're just going to talk to her, listen to her experience, but also get a clear understanding of answering some emails. She's going to play with me and we're going to answer some of y'all's emails, which we love, by the way. So please continue to email those in, brides at betches.com. I, I just, I love reading your emails and answering your questions. And definitely one of my life's purposes is to help you get some answers. <laughs> it's to, it's problem solving is hands down my favorite thing to do. So if I can help point you in the right direction. Um, but a lot of times you guys know the answer, lean into your answer, trust your gut. And at the end of the day, it's either a hell yes or a hard no. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, Allie, how are you? Hi, Fallon. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Happy whatever today is today. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the countdown is on. Your wedding is like tomorrow. Yeah. August 5th. It's, I don't even know what date, like how many days are left. I'm trying to avoid that, but it's, yeah. it's getting close. <laughs> Just lean into it. Tell us about your, your partner. Um, his name is Garrett. We've actually been dating since high school, since sophomore year of high school. 
So okay. we've been together for about 10 years now. Um, mm. Love him. He is the funniest person I know. Thank you. Um, very excited to be marrying him. Well, congratulations in advance. Usually when people are this close to the date, I'm generally asking, do you have your date to get married? Like, are you already married? Are you, when are you getting your license? Did you forget to get your license? Are you getting your license? <laughs> yeah, still, still have to get the license. Um, I've actually been putting reminders in my phone this week to get it. Okay. Have not done it yet. Um, so definitely going to try and call because I have to call and make an appointment to do it. Yeah. Um, so I have to call this week to do that. And then hopefully they'll have Lock appointments that are like very soon. <laughs> During COVID, it was so crazy. Everyone's appointments were like backlogged. Like people were just literally oh, could not no. get married. It was so wild. I remember one of my couples, they said <laughs> they had because they had to get married virtually. Like no one could go into the courthouse. And we did this mini wedding and they were like their officiant or the person marrying them was sitting in a closet taking oh my the call gosh. to marry them. I was like, how romantic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I bet I bet they never would have thought that. I know. I mean, COVID, uh, you know, we were all in interesting circumstances during that time. So I was like, thankful for you. You're probably just going to walk into the courthouse, make it happen, get your stuff and be out. <laughs> Where's your wedding taking place? <laughs> um, it's taking place in Andover, New Jersey. So like okay. a little bit West New Jersey and the venue is called Perona Farms. Oh, is it going to be outside? So it's kind of a hybrid. Um, okay. The reception space and cocktail hour space are inside for the most part. The ceremony space is in like this really beautiful greenhouse um, and oh. the ceiling opens up. So if it's nice oh. out, then the ceiling will open, which I'm so excited about. If it's raining outside that's fine because the ceiling's still glass and everything yeah. so it'll still have that like outdoorsy vibe this but. rain plan man as long as you love it i'm here for it that sounds yeah. beautiful <laughs> how did you guys Thank find this you. place we um being from new jersey we did not want the typical big gaudy jersey kind mm -hmm. of wedding and a lot of venues in our area have that style so yeah. we really kind of did tons of research um, looking on Instagram. We used different websites to kind of yeah. look at all of the different um, venues in the area. Um, so this venue is kind of like industrial vibes, like Italian villa style, um, but mm. in New Jersey. I call these my domestic destination venues where it's like, it yes. feels like you're transported, <laughs> but you're in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So why did you guys want to have a wedding in the first place? And what was the intention behind that? And why not elope? Yeah, I have always been of the mindset, like the more the merrier. I love big celebrations, love big parties. I have a decently sized family. His family is <laughs> the same. We have tons of friends who we love, who care about us, especially being together for 10 years. We've really kind yeah. of met a ton of people along the way who have supported us. Um, okay. So we wanted to have this kind of big celebration of our love, but also the people around us. I love that. Thank you. Thanks. That's beautiful. It's going to be a great day. And yeah. do you guys currently have a planner or you have a month of coordinator? We do not have any of that. Um, definitely. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely wish that we had done that. Okay. When I um, 
started the process, I went into it wanting a planner. And then I handled like the venue, DJ, florist, all of that stuff myself. Um, And it was easier than I thought. So I thought that I could handle everything else myself. Um, But now that we're getting closer, there's so many little details that are so much to think about, especially being so close to the wedding that now I'm kind of kicking myself for not getting a planner. (laughs) (laughs) What are like the top three things that are on your mind right now that you're like, that are kind of keeping you up, that kind of hit you and you weren't expecting it to? Yeah, definitely parent gifts. Ah. Yeah, I have to still get gifts for, I have a gift for my dad, but I have to get a gift for my mom and then I want to get Garrett's parents gifts. Okay. Additional, just little decor things. Mm-hmm. Like I have to get a welcome sign, little cocktail napkins. They're not things that I have to do, but they're things that we'll I want to do. It. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Exactly. And then I think just the timeline for the day of, like my photographer sent me a timeline. Okay. So I have it all broken out. It's just a matter of like, I'm very anxious about sticking to the timeline and mm. things going smoothly, if that okay. makes sense. <laughs> and I guess you're going to work with your photographer, but are you cushioning that timeline? Just pro tip of like, don't look, don't read it as like literal, read it as like best case scenario or worst case scenario. Honestly, that's great to know um, because <laughs> I was not building in a cushion. Okay. So I definitely need to do that. Um, we So we're getting married on site. Uh, like I yeah. said, they have a ceremony space there. And we're getting our hair and makeup done at the space, which is nice. Okay. So there's no like, travel buffer needed. So hopefully that well, will help. But the hair and makeup, buffer that. Yeah, definitely need to buffer yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely good to know. Yeah, I generally like to cushion like even if it says like, oh, I only need, if the hairstylist says I only need 45 minutes, I'm still like, I'm going to give you all an hour because people cry. <laughs> people get up and, oh, I need to go get refill my champagne, yeah. whatever it might be. Um, but wow. also getting out the door, getting everyone dressed, organizing the room yeah. so you guys can leave. Like just really give yourself, if like ceremony time or first look time, I always say make sure everyone's dressed somewhere around 30 to 45 minutes before you actually have okay. to go into first look or be someplace. Um, so that you'd leave enough room for error. That's really good to know. Yeah, I never would have thought about that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So picking your vendors, how has that been and doing this on your own? Like what's 
what's been the thing? It's been actually pretty easy. Um, the vendor selection process, I used a lot of Instagram research. I also okay. joined a ton of Facebook groups um, in New I Jersey. They, Yeah, they are so helpful. People putting real-time reviews, um, posting pictures of the work that different vendors have done. That's primarily how I found most of my vendors, and I've loved all of them so far. They've all been absolutely amazing. Um, I'm very happy with my vendor selection, um, and that was actually probably the easiest out of this entire process, crazily enough. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's amazing, and everyone came through. You figured it all out. Did you stick to your initial budget, or did you splurge on some vendors? Definitely splurged on flowers a bit. Okay. I did not realize <laughs> at first like how expensive flowers are in the tri-state area. Um, but that being said, yeah, it's they're just it's uh, crazy. they're expensive everywhere, and it's not really the the flowers. I mean, flowers themselves have become super expensive. Just the cost of yeah. each bloom has like quadrupled. But you're oh also gosh, paying yeah. for the labor the person to like, mm -hmm. like I had a client yesterday. She was like, I don't want to spend that much on flowers. And then she shows me pictures. She's like, but I want like this Ikebana Japanese style. And I was like, oh, wow. So that means we actually have to have someone who is trained in that style. Yep. So yes, the flowers we can get from a farm, but mm -hmm. to put them together needs someone who's probably not going to charge $5 to do that. <laughs> like Exactly. And like my florist, she's coming to set it up but then she comes back at the end of the night to disassemble mm -hmm. everything. So it's really, yeah. she's, it's like a 12 hour thing for her. It's not just three hours of setting up. It's exactly. all the in between part. And like, and thinking of, she goes to the market at like what, 4 a.m., probably the day before the wedding to get the flowers. She has a team of people that help her cut them and keep them alive. She has to yeah. rent a refrigerated truck to put them in the truck to bring them to the wedding. So that's like all of your creative partners. They do so much heavy lifting that's behind the so scenes much. that you don't necessarily see. And there's so many costs just running those businesses that were like, they're just flowers. Like, can't you yeah. just go to Trader Joe's? And it's like, like exactly. You're like, but if there's we attempted so to do what your vendors did, it'd be like, yo. <laughs> yes. Literally, my mom was like, why don't we just get to the venue an hour early and set up all the flowers ourselves? I was like, in what world? Am does I going to do hour? that on my wedding day? <laughs> yeah. And does that take an hour? I was like, no, it's okay. We'll just, that's, we'll splurge there. And I think also like the concept of weddings has just grown so rapidly, like the visuals yeah. of them and what you can do with flowers and so much beautiful inspiration out there. I think, you know, back totally. when our moms and grandmas got married, things were way more simple. Like all you had to do was kind of just go get some flowers and drop them on the table an hour before, but they looked like, yep. <laughs> flowers that were dropped on a table an hour before. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like there's just so much more to it nowadays. It's it's crazy. It is. But I love it. It's so good. It's so Same. <laughs> and it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. So we're like, let's yeah. do this and let's do it really, really well. So flowers you kind of splurged on. What other like details have you added to the day that you're like, this is going to be really fun. I can't wait to see this come to life. Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, I so because I don't have a planner, I DIY'd like everything pretty much. So like seating chart, bar signs, <laughs> thank you. Um, card box, <laughs> menus, like truly everything. And because 
I did that, it was nice in terms of being able to kind of coordinate everything, make sure that we were using the same fonts, color palettes. Mm. But I haven't seen it all together, like Mm. in one space yet, even though it's like sitting in my house, I haven't seen everything laid out. So (laughs) I think I'm really excited to see it like in action, everything being cohesive together, really coordinated, um, kind of creating that like vibe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's every, I mean, in all honesty, you have the luxury of seeing it on your living room. Like mm-hmm. right now I'm designing a wedding and every, and I have a wedding August 5th and we're having a fabricator create like a ceiling installation. Wow. And I hope my bride isn't listening to this, but I keep tossing and turning because you're like, I don't, I'm not seeing it. I'm not creating it. I'm yeah. not designing it. And I'm hoping that when this thing comes and someone hangs it up, I'm like, that's what was in my head. Yep. That was it. Yes. You're like with a yep. wedding, you're, you're not able to play a dress rehearsal. You're not able to be like, all right no. guys, let's stage the room. Let's walk in. Let's make sure it's light. Okay. Break it down. See you guys tomorrow. Yep, like, exactly. You can't do that. So it's so crazy. Yeah, it makes it so much more difficult to actually visualize things because even if you see photos of similar things that people have done, it's still just different when you do it. Mm -hmm. And even when you have someone do it for you separately, it just, you never know how it's going to turn out. At all. You're like, does she, is she going to understand? Are you like, there is a huge (laughs) level of trust that takes place when planning a wedding. (laughs) Yep. 100%. Like even on the photography, you're like, I hope they capture everything that I see. And like, that's why shot lists are so important. And even like with your florals, like a lot, some of my couples are like, ah, oh, we don't need a mock-up. I was like, uh, you may not. I do. We all need a mock-up. We need to see how these things are going to hit prior to and how they impact your table. Are you guys doing a mock-up or what are your thoughts? So our florist actually sent us like a full-on mood board of everything. Oh. Um Twice, which was so nice. So we actually, when we booked her a year and a half ago, um, she sent us truly like a full-on mood board of every single type of flower she was thinking of using, inspiration um, from things she had already done mixed in with like my inspiration. And then we just had our final call about a month ago, which was nice because we were able to re-pull up the mood board. We actually ended up like tweaking some things, completely changing it. And then she sent us a new mood board. So it was like, love. I had never heard of that before. So I would definitely recommend like anyone asking for that. It was the most helpful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so And even just sometimes um, when I'm working with couples, we'll start with a mood board. Like this is general Mm. concepts. And it's not even a full robust mood board of like, this is everything we're doing. It's like, this is the vibe. Like it's got textiles yep. in there. It's got some colors, maybe pictures from a trip to Italy, but like this is this is vibe. And then it's yeah. got color stories. So that way we're able to send that to all the creative partners in advance to be like, this is what we're going for. Thoughts, open to that. ideas. And then from there they can create their full, like your florist can then say, all right, from this, I got y'all. Like these are the yeah. vessels we'll use. These are the candle holders. So I think it's really your kudos to you for having really great creative partners that have made that um, easy for you. Um, Thank you. And I know we had a call about like the floor plans and the renderings. Like, so use all the tools out there that are, you know, so great. So you can see it and visualize it before able to touch it. (laughs) Oh, 100% makes it so much easier. Yeah. So what other cool details are you excited about for your wedding? I see here that 
You guys are doing some cool signature drinks that you're naming after some fun yeah. people. What else you got going on with your theme? Yeah. So for our signature drinks, um, I know that people will typically do like after their pets or different things like that. <laughs> One way that I really wanted to kind of tie in my grandparents who passed away a few years ago um, was naming one of the signature drinks after them. So we'll Aww. be doing an espresso martini, which will be called the Marie and Al. Um, and I thought oh. that it would just be a nice way to kind of tie them in, but also have people saying their name all night when they're ordering okay. the drinks or <laughs> when they're holding them and kind of just like having their names be sprinkled throughout the night um, I love that. in memory. Thank you. I'm, it's, thank you. I'm very excited for it. Oh, that's going to be super, super lovely. And Thanks. what's your theme? Like, do you have an overarching? And when I, when people are like, what's the theme of your wedding? I was like, well, it's just a wedding. The theme is wedding. <laughs> but is there, is, is there, do you have like an underlying theme to your wedding? Um, um, I think just like very classic, like timeless. Our colors are all black and white. I wanted Ooh, something. Thank you. I wanted something to look back on and be like, this could still be, everything could be repurposed 20 years from now. Um, yeah. Something that I just really wanted to kind of stay true to um, throughout yeah. truly everything, like our linen signage, truly just everything. I love that. I love that. All right. So you don't have a planner. I'm here to help you. <laughs> Yes, Hit me please. hard with some questions that you kind of still need answers to that are outstanding in the top of your mind. Yes. I would say my first question would be surrounding tipping. Um, mm. I know that like tipping culture in terms of weddings, at least like I said, in the tri-state area has become a little crazy. Totally <laughs> think that everyone should get tipped. It's just I'm not sure what percentage we should be tipping at nowadays. So I told, I think I even mentioned this on a former episode. I was like, yeah. don't necessarily focus on the percentage, just focus on what you feel comfortable with. And okay. because there's so many articles out there and you can easily just Google tipping guides and there's so many different standards, I will tell you. And in all honesty, they change so often, I can't even keep up. But I know it's yeah. over 10%. So if you're like, I'm going to give 10%, it's like, well. <laughs> yeah, like more think, than that. <laughs> a little more than that. I was like, you can start at 15. Totally. But I also understand that tipping is a gesture. And I don't mm -hmm. think you have to stick to some, like I've been tipped really well. And I've been tipped a gift card. I've been tipped a massage. Okay. I've been tipped a handbag. Like, So there's, there's oh, wow. different okay. ways to do it. Like I would say gift. Tipping is a is a courtesy of like, I appreciate your service. This is what I'm able to give. So you don't want to focus on like, this is going to break my bank if I give yeah. the catering 20% off of the food. Like that yeah. might hurt some people. But I would say, what are what would you be willing to give? I think it's more focusing on who you should tip. Um, okay. And then that can help you say, I want to invest like maybe two, $3,000 in tipping. This is how I want to give it. Like definitely cover your photographer. If your florist yeah. is staying on, sometimes if our florist stays on to flip, like if they're moving things from cocktail hour from ceremony to like the reception and they're flipping, I generally tip them. I'm always tipping your captains, your banquet staff, the servers, your bartenders. And guys, can we like not 
<laughs> Can we not put those tip jars at the bars? I think they're I so know. terrible. I'm, I feel the same way. Like I'd rather handle it as the bride like, not than have my, have my guests yes. do it. Otherwise, what's the point? Have you been to a wedding where it's like there? there's actually like a Venmo? They have signs like you can Venmo me. I was like, oh, well, I, I have not seen that yet. <laughs> wow. It's gross. It was. Yeah. Like, I was like, not here. No, absolutely not. If you don't plan on tipping, I would say put those tip jars out. But it sounds like. Yeah. You take care of it for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always like a couple hundred dollars. $50 a person, that kind of thing. Okay. Like just think it through. If you're having a okay. band, definitely tip them, um, okay. each person and the sound people. Um, basically anyone that gets a vendor meal, I tip. Okay. That's good to know. Do you, what do you think about officiant? Like I don't, it's, mm. so he's not someone that we know. He's someone totally removed from us. I, I don't know what protocol is there. I don't really tip there. Okay. Um, and I shout out to the officiants. Love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they come in, they leave. Um, and usually yeah. their fee, I feel is like, I feel is fine. If you okay. want to donate to a church, then I think that okay. would be great. Cause that's also a tax write off. But, um, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <Love that. laughs> um, but I would tip definitely your ceremony musicians. Okay. Definitely okay. your hair Let's and makeup know. team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though they don't get a vendor meal, your hair and makeup team for sure to tip. Definitely. Um, but yeah, just think about all the people that really went above and beyond and that are in your face and showing you love and that are really working over like a 10-hour day. Okay. Give them a little token of your appreciation. And again, okay. it can be whatever is on your heart and whatever you can afford. Okay. <laughs> love that. Definitely and something is better than nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> well, thank you. That's super helpful. Um, and then I think even talking about cash bar, do you have any, are you doing a cash bar at any portions of your event? So the reception is full open bar that we're paying for. We are doing, (laughs) so we're doing like an after party at the reception as well, which like is continuing the open bar, but then we're also doing like an after after party. At hey. the hotel, <laughs> um, when everyone goes back, it's just at the hotel bar. I don't know about that. Like, is that something that mm. we should stock to a cash bar for? Um, at the after party, since you also the after party is always a little tricky, just because yeah. it's a, it's way less informal. And I'm also like, if you've got the bread to like really take care of everyone, then do so. But if you're having an after party and you're like, it would really in, you know, like it would not, it wouldn't work for me to cover the cost of everyone here, then don't Yeah, do what you can. And if it's a place that has drinks and you've, if you've given them a reception where they're probably twisted right now and they don't even need any more drinks, it's kind of like, baby, choose your own adventure after this. Cause I, you are toe up from the flow up already. Like you're good. (laughs) You're good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you're at the hotel. All right. That is such a good point. Yeah. Like, and also it's like, I don't know how many people are going to stay up for the that, like after party. It's that it's, part. Yeah. It could. I, I'm it's, with you. It's a choose your own adventure time now. I've gotten you back to the hotel with this transportation. Good luck. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> yep. And a lot of people like 
I don't know, for weddings like this, I always find that someone's got a, a miscellaneous bottle of Don Julio somewhere. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, like I know the people staying in the hotel will stop exactly. themselves. So <laughs> they'll be fine. And you're yeah. bringing them to their hotel where their accommodations are. They can, they'll yes. be fine. I yeah. wouldn't, and yeah, if you're feeling up to it, you can always put down like a, like a thousand dollars first drink on me yeah, after that's that. True. After oh, that, that's you guys can idea. do your own thing. Just okay. Op- just keep an open tab. Tell the bartender, yo, let me know when this gets to seven fifty, and then yeah. you can take a play from there. Um, that's a really great idea. But yeah, stay within your limits. This is one day, and it's not your job to get everyone like obliterated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, so I know that a lot of people do the whole like flip-flops or socks at the reception how in your opinion based on like weddings you've gone to if any of your couples have done this like how many people actually use them because I always hear these stories about people do use them or no one uses them and then the bride is stuck with 300 pairs of flip-flops you are gonna be yeah okay I think there are some instances where we do it I mean, it's a nice to have. I don't think it's a mandatory because at the end of the day, okay. a lot of the times people just take their fe- their shoes off. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Especially being a summer wedding, like I, I feel like everyone's just going to take their shoes off, and they're it just is gonna, what it is. Yeah, it is, and it's fine. I, I would say also just think of the flooring. Is there floor? And the only time I'm ever mm-hmm. anxious about this is because people will drop glasses. And oh. then you're like, all right, everyone, put your shoes back on because it's like yeah. there's things to think about for protection. So okay. I would always advise over flip-flops over socks just because okay. it does give a little – glasses get broken on the dance floor continually. That that yeah. will never not happen. Like, so just prepare for that. And, you know, generally your catering team will – we hear it. We see it. We, we all acknowledge it. <laughs> so When I'm on site, someone from my team will stand around it. But I was – oh, we sorry. just did a wedding and it was in the grass and people were – shoes were off, but somebody broke a glass. And oh, wow. I was like, great. Now it's in the grass. Someone's dancing. I was like, hey, girl, I know your bare feet are near me. Can you move that way? So it's, yeah. <laughs> yes, if you want to get flip-flops, you can. But if you're in a regular venue that has a lot of flooring and people can yeah. clearly see when something's in their way, I think you're fine. Okay. That's good to know. That's what it is. It's truly just like a regular floor. Um, it's a no grass or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Thank you. Make me yeah. feel better. <laughs> and it's like at the end of the day, no one's telling you you have to do any of these things. If your yeah. finances allow for it and you think you're like, I kind of want to have this, I would – and my my temperature check is like it's either a hell yes or a hard no. So I'm Ooh, like okay. either really into it. I'm like if you're like, oh, I could don't, – don't waste your time. Okay. I love that. I'm going <laughs> to use that for everything. Seriously. <laughs> I actually use it for everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love that. All right. So what are you doing for your hotel bags for welcome? So right now we have like the standard water bottles, liquid IVs, um, like my favorite snack, Garrett's favorite snack. I think we have Garrett's popcorn. I just had to. He's he's Chex Mix. I know. And he picked Chex Mix. (laughs) What a weird snack. I know. Yummy. Like, why don't you do pretzels or something? (laughs) (laughs) Choose your adventure. Here we are. All right. So (laughs) when you get a welcome bag, what's your favorite thing? Honestly, I I always love the liquid IVs for the morning after. (laughs) Then I think you got it. I always like the snacks. Like, 
usually I'm yeah. traveling and I'm coming and I'm like, yo, that checks mix. I'm about to yeah. hit up. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah. So it's, especially if you're coming in late night from the wedding, yeah. like having those little snacks are always like, yes. Totally. Usually yeah. my guide is like something that saves your life. So definitely the Advil or the, and the liquid IV, something to okay, eat, perfect. something sweet and something to drink. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. So I have it like covered, covered. off then. Yeah. Okay. Good You to have know. a sweet treat, like a chocolate or something? I have Oreos. Sold. Mine. Copy. Perfect. All right. See, that's <laughs> definitely good to know because I was like, I don't know if there's more that I should be putting in that I'm that I just wasn't thinking of. Um, I would okay. like if you're having a beach wedding, I say always and add a little thing of sunscreen or Cute. um, but I think you have Advil and your liquid IV, so those are things yeah. that they can use. Mosquito repellent yeah. is another if you're going to be outside that kind of thing. But you can also stock your bathrooms with those things that maybe you're like. I don't want to put these in everyone's hotel bags, then add those to your welcome baskets that are in bathrooms. If there's oh, I love thing, other things that you thought about, that you're like, I can't get enough for all these people, but yeah. I, for some. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a really good idea. Okay. Your guest book. What's the sitch? I'm just stuck because like my first thought, I feel like the traditional guest book is just like a coffee table book, something like that. I really wanted to do something like nice and classic. So that's what I was leaning toward. But I don't know. I don't know if there's like something that's more fun or like I've seen things like the Jenga. That's like not necessarily my vibe. Mm. Um, So I don't know. Right now I'm leaning toward just like a nice coffee table book. But then it's like another thing that I have to make and... Or I can order one, but then is it going to be exactly what I want? Like I'm very nitpicky like that, which is mm. like partially on me. But if there's any like cute guest books that you've ever seen your couples do, definitely want to. They've all been the coffee table ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like actual art books, like books of pictures um, yeah, from like an art okay. gallery or something. And they oh, had the, their um, friends sign in it. Oh, okay. So like. Would it, it like not pictures of them, Mm-mm. like of the couple? It was like yeah, it was like a a picture, uh, like a picture oh. book from like a MoMA or like a really great photographer that they loved. Oh, um, and we actually used a real book. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I was thinking of like a book of like Garrett and I's engagement pictures, for example. But then I was like, I don't know. It just sure. seems yeah. It's it's. I kind of like the idea though of like an actual like art book. book. Yeah. yeah. If there's something that means something to y'all. Like if there's a book that's already in your house yeah, yeah, that you use all the time. But I would say go to like, shout out to Barnes and Noble. Um, yeah. <laughs> we love Barnes and Noble. <laughs> we love, I love, I have, I'm actually a member. I love reading. Uh, Going in there and finding really cool picture books. Or you can make a picture book that doesn't, that's not your engagement pictures, but maybe trips that you guys have taken. Like Aww. maybe make an actual scrapbook of yeah, your life cute. lives together over the past 10 years. So that way it's not so cheesy. You're just like, yeah, this is telling the story of our love story. Yeah. And I not really just like that idea us when we're manicured, but I know, <laughs> I know. Cause I like started putting one together of just our engagement pictures. And I was like, this is so 
just I, yeah. I felt cheesy about it. I was like, this is it's, not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, let it be. Let it be all the funny, quirky, Im- like all the ones that are on Facebook. And that's like right now yeah. I have on my internal list of like download all your pictures from Facebook or <laughs> Meta or whatever it's called, Fallon, before they're lost in the ether and you'll never oh have my your gosh, college yeah. memories ever again. So <laughs> I know my pictures of me from like ten years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I need I to like, do that. When, yeah, when we all wore color contacts and like I had really <laughs> long nails and bangs, like that was a time. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. So I would say maybe scour and find. And there's so many really cool companies, and you can probably still get it in time. That will okay. just make a collage of your lives together and not just the engagement pictures. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good idea. Or you could just get a Beyonce book or Rihanna book or maybe if your Taylor Swift is your thing and just get a picture book of her and have them sign it and call that there a day. There we go. I know. That'll, that'll be the backup in case I that, can't get the other one in time. Exactly. <laughs> but either way, they'll both work. Word. I was like, shout out Barnes yeah. & Nobles. Um, we yeah. have a customer coming your way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Please. Uh, well, I think you're on your way to a beautiful wedding. It sounds like Thank you've you. got everything in order. It's just your, your fine tuning is what I say is what happening is what's and even what we're doing for our August 5th wedding, you're just fine tuning yeah. these little details to really make it magical. So you've exactly. done everything right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Definitely a relief to hear that. So thank yeah. you. Everyone is doing their wedding right. It's like when you're trying yeah. to give parenting advice to like a new mom, it's like, girl, just figure it out. We yeah. all have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like 7 billion people on this planet. Like we all have to figure it out one way or well, another. Yeah. Yep. They'll either need therapy or, you know, yeah. get into Harvard or probably a combination of both. Everything will be fine. I mean, yep. So- I was going to say both. <laughs> both. Let's move on to some emails and I'm going to need your help answering these. So you're our expert for today. Awesome. I'm very excited. Allie, you've been promoted. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So the first email is Hello. I'm having a lot of trouble as a young bride. She's 22, but I definitely look younger. Girl, that's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Where I feel like vendors and other people do not take me seriously and patronize me because of my age. Oh, woe is me. Is this a common (laughs) thing with young brides? How do I overcome these issues? Oh, youth, as my mother says, wasted on the youth. (laughs) Allie, how would you answer this question? Wow, honestly... I feel like you just have to go in knowing exactly what you want and just saying it from the beginning. Like show up prepared, show up that you know exactly what you're talking about, you know exactly what you want, and they have to take you seriously because of that. If you're show like like I said, if you're showing up like with all of your research prepared, mm-hmm. I, I that that would be my advice. But would love to hear what you think. I mean, I'm always like, if I'm trying to give you my money and you think yeah. I'm playing. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, that's you know what? That's honestly better. Like if they're not going to take you seriously, maybe they're not the Move vendor along. for you. They're not yep. the vendor. For, and it's, I tell all of my clients this, like either we're a hell yes or a hard no. Like yep. either you're really feeling this and vibing with them and they get you or they don't. Yeah. And you have to encourage yourself that this does not, this isn't common. I mean, but I will say 22 is really young. <laughs> so yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like the thing I, that I was, was doing 22. at 22. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> um, my finances are not that great. I was just so silly. But anyway, <laughs> I also started my business at 22. So oh, wow. pe- some people will not take you seriously. And yeah. you just got to push through. And if this is what you want, 
find the vendor that will take you seriously and that's your purpose. So keep at it. Yeah, that's great advice. When actually, this reminds me, when Garrett and I were looking at venues for the first time, there was one that we went to and immediately when we got there, the woman started patronizing us and we were with (gasps) both both sets of our parents. So like it wasn't even an age thing. She was just like, what's your wedding date? We were like, we're not sure yet. Like we're trying to see what you have available. Mm. We're like very flexible, very fluid. We don't care. She's like, and mm. she was like, yeah, she was like, <laughs> all right, well, that's an issue. Like said that straight to our faces. Like, wow. Definitely. Yeah, definitely do not want to work with vendors like that at all. No. And like I've even had I've even reached out to vendors and they're hitting you with so many negatives and no's and like, yep. Um, well, you're going to need this much for that. And I'm like, sis, you don't need, I didn't even tell you what the budget is yet. How yep. do you know that I don't have that? Like, exactly. Come to find out. I was like, girl, I had three times that. And oh, you just exactly. lost it. You just lost it. Cause I'm over you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's bizarre the way that some people approach that type of situation. Business. Yeah. Yep. I was like, do you want to be in this? Do you want business or do you, you want to do something? Clearly you want yeah. to do something else. This is not your calling and that's fine. No. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, don't make me feel bad about it. Precisely. I'm trying to give yeah. you money. I, yes, I may be 22, but maybe my dad's paying for this or maybe I'm an influencer and yeah. I've got a lot of reach and I'm 22. Yep. What do you want to do? So yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, it's yeah. their loss reader, listener. Yep typer of email girl (laughs) person. Um, (laughs) Good luck and Godspeed. Lean into that. And kudos for you for looking much younger. Share your secrets. Okay. um, (laughs) Same. (laughs) Next email is, hi, Fallon. Hi. You are rocking the host position for Betches Brides podcast. I love you too. I am planning a destination wedding. It is in Cancun, but the all-inclusive resort nights are expensive. I mean- yeah, they, that's, yeah. yep, that's, that's that. Starting yep. rates are $800 a night. Whew, cha-ching. Wow. How do I make it affordable for guests? Do I room block only three nights so guests have the option to extend, stay elsewhere for a few other nights? I have so um, many questions about this, but Allie, what say you? <laughs> I don't, I, that's, wow, that's, yeah, I would, I, are there ways to do room blocks for one night would be my first question. Um, so that people aren't locked into three nights at eight hundred dollars. Um, I would honestly try and see if there's a one night option specifically for the night of the mm. wedding. That would that's my initial so thought. Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few things here. First question: Generally, one night might not be available. You'll probably have to do their minimum night, which is generally three nights. In my yeah. opinion, you'll you'll have to do it. But ask if it's necessary how many rooms you have to book at that rate. Mm, yep. Because sometimes you don't have to – every guest does not have to actually stay for you to have the wedding, which is trickier because then you have to pay – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little deep. Sometimes you'll have <laughs> to pay an off-site fee for them to come on-site for the wedding. So I would say find oh. out all of your options and let them know that the $800 a night is just too expensive. And this might not be the yeah. venue for you, which it sounds like. I would yeah. much rather you find an off-site off wedding venue, so a venue that doesn't require any room accommodations, and having your guests choose their own adventure on where they stay. But that would yeah. be my initial conversation. Um, yeah. If you have the budget, you can also consider, and this is sometimes what we do for destination weddings, consider um, – offsetting the cost per night by putting a lump sum of your wedding budget towards the accommodations. So that way everyone might get a rate that 
is significantly less than $800 a night. Um, so offsetting costs is one suggestion, but asking what are the parameters of how many rooms you physically have to book for you to have your wedding? Um, and what's possible can like, if you're, can I only do 10 rooms and maybe your immediate family is staying on site and then everyone is coming to the wedding just for that one day. Can you do that? That's just a question, but there's a lot of, I have a few other questions for you to get to your answer here, (laughs) but I would also be like, if your family can't afford it, this isn't your venue because people are going to complain the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the last thing that you want to deal with. Exactly. So I would say find a venue where you can host your wedding and just host it. So that way you don't have to um, worry about room accommodations and things like that. Yep. That's tricky. Yeah. I know. That's a tough one. We, we had like destination weddings seem so fun, but the logistics of it are really rough. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my favorite though. It's like, I know. I I love chaos. (laughs) Oh Oh, boy. It's so good. (laughs) And it's like, I've done, I've done some really decent weddings and we've never paid $800 a night. So I was like, and we're not ever saying it all inclusive. So maybe that's the thing. Like the food and bev that's included make, I was like $800 a night. I don't know. Yeah. I've stayed at all inclusives though. And a, a, tip, like a standard stay is not, yeah, $800 a night at all. Like, is this a, like, I mean, unless you're doing like a buyout of like a four seasons or yeah, an that, Amon property or like, I'm like, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. There's so many other ways to have a really, luxury experience on a destination wedding and not have your guests eat this cost. So I would say yep. dig a little deeper, find another venue. Yep. I I agree. Yeah. Um, and also things to consider the time of year. If this is $800 a night, that means you're probably going at a super duper, duper, duper prime weekend. Um, so you might want to consider being flexible on your dates and going at yeah. a time where it's off season. Especially um, if you're going to Cancun where it's warm out all the time. All the time. Winter. Yeah. Well, that's kind of on season a little bit. Oh. It's going, you're going to go through, you kind of, and, and this is a terrible advice, but go during hurricane season. You'll probably get a deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, there, there you'll you go. You'll just have to chance a hurricane or not, but if yeah. you pray on it, I'm sure it'll go your way. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say ask them for more ideal date options. and. Cancun is also just super popular. Consider a Costa Rica or just a different. Di- That's why I was like, we could dig deeper. I could give you a lot of tips, yeah. but I don't know what you're open to. Like, yeah. she's like, we've purchased this. And I was like, well. This girl needs to DM you on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, did you consider the Bahamas? Um, so, yeah. Or Jamaica? Uh, yeah. All right. So, well, good luck and Godspeed. I'm happy to come to Cancun for any, any help or guidance. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Allie and I will come and we yeah, will. Yeah, we'll tag along. Well, you know, quality control your food and beverage. Yeah. All right. Easy. Next question is, hello, Betches Brides. Hello. Hi. <laughs> My <laughs> wedding is quickly approaching. So is Allie's. And yep. while I'm still worried about the final details, I can't help thinking about what I need to do after the wedding. I want to send thank you notes, but I know they'll end up in the trash five days later. Mm-hmm. How can I thank everyone without spending even more money after the wedding? We've received some gifts already that I know I won't use. Okay. Okay. Negative Nancy. Okay. Why, why are people still gifting full dish sets? What's the etiquette for returning gifts? Whenever I attended, 
whenever I attend a wedding, I wish I could see all the wedding photos rather than the few that, that are posted on social media. Should I think about sharing a wedding photo drive folder with all of my guests? Hmm. Yeah. I think I think the photo drive is a great idea. It's also something that you can easily like put out on every single table, a little card hmm. or with um what's it called? A QR code. I've seen yeah. brides do that before. Um, and then everyone can share photos there. Um the other questions though. I am a huge proponent of handwritten thank you cards, even if mm-hmm. they're going to end up in the trash. I think you got to do that. But it's a wedding. Everything ends up in the trash. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the the sign that you had custom made, beautiful for the day of, it's going to end it's up going the into the trash. Yep. Mm-hmm. The flowers going to end up in the trash. what's one more thing to add into the pile of the trash darling a thank you note doesn't it doesn't it the note itself ends up in the trash the sentiment behind it stays in the people's hearts forever and that's what you're aiming for this whole entire experience ends up in the trash but what's left behind are the memories and those are the things that you're paying for yep i 100 percent agree so yes, you, you should thank everyone for coming and loving on you and spending money and time and buying a new dress and buying a new suit and adding new shoes and eating the food and being the best selves. Yep. And even with the gifts, again, it's, it's about the sentiment that matters. If you want to go and yeah. return the gift, go and return yeah. the gift. That's return fine. Gift. You can still thank the person for the gesture. Like, I love you. And yeah. also that's, I mean, I know registries are like, like, Ultimately, if you do registries, and I am pro full dish sets. I want a full dish. Me I want too. multiple. That's full what we dishes. did. <laughs> yeah, like same here. Because I might want to eat on these plates, and I so I don't have paper yeah. plates. I don't believe in plastic plates. Like I eat on real dishes, even if I order Chick Fil A French fries. I put same. those fries on a nice plate with my Polynesian sauce, and I'm on my way. Yep. So yep, same here. <laughs> so. It's all about presentation. So (laughs) I would say make sure what you're registering for is actually what you want. And shout out to Zola because I've actually ordered some things and people have bought me the same set of dishes. And I was like, well, I don't need all, I don't need 12 versions of this. So you can cash those in and get a gift card and then go buy a Sonos, which I'm planning to do. (laughs) Yep. Same, same thing here. Very easy. Like can get... Even if it's things that you didn't have on your registry already, you can still search through what they have and buy something new. Very nice. Something new. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So send those thank yous. Um, and also what you yeah. should do after your wedding, go be married. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have yep. to do nothing else. Send your thank you <laughs> notes and be on your way. Go yeah. love up on your bae. <laughs> you know, that's actually, that, that brings me to a great question. When do you send, like, I know you should send thank you notes as soon as possible. They're not like expected immediately though, right? Like once I get home from my honeymoon, I'll have like a week or two to. Well, I would say, and this is something, I mean, if you're working with a stationaire, sometimes they'll, you know, they'll gift you like a box of thank you cards that match your stationery. If you can be proactive, work on all of that stuff before the wedding. Like I would stage as many thank you cards as I can, understanding just do it now. You, if you know they're coming, even if they don't yeah. give you a gift, just say, yeah. it was so great to see you. Yeah. Or so, like, I, 
And of course, and I'm pro tip, I have not been married. I have not had a wedding. And maybe you want to actually personalize it and say, I loved your dress. Oh, it was so great bumping into you. Like <laughs> maybe you want to really personalize it. You can do that. I'm a systems girl. And I'm like, how can I automate this experience? So- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that though. Just writing like, thank you so much for coming. It was great to see you. Thank you for the blank. Boop. And yep. when you get it, fill her in yep. and be on your way. Yep. Um, but I think giving yourself, to be honest, I have an Emily Post etiquette book. I think there's a world in which people say you need to do it in three months. Oh, wow. You need to okay. send a thank you card. That's a lot card. of time. I... If you get them thank you cards in a year, I think you'll still be yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> baby, life hap- life life. I went and got married and I'm happy and I just want to thank you for coming to my wedding last year. No, oh, but yeah. I think <laughs> if you do it within a quarter, like, you know, okay. do it before n- the end of the quarter. Okay. That's you should be good. Great advice. Yeah. But I would start awesome. writing them now. <laughs> I know. Now now I'm like, I'm gonna I am. I really am. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love, Allie and Garrett. Wow. <laughs> Hope you like the welcome back. Yep. <laughs> well, guys, that's it for this week's episode of Betcha's Brides. Allie, where can people follow along with you? Oh, at Allie Skelzo, A-L-L-Y-S-C-E-L-Z-O. Love. And you guys can follow the show at Betches Brides on Instagram, and you can follow me at Fallon Carter Events. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday. Okay, sorry. (laughs) We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until death do us part. Batches.